Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is episode 46. Again. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Um, how are you, Kaylin? Any different from the last time we tried to record? Uh, wow, given that it was like <laughs> maybe 14, 15 hours ago? Nope. Nope. Nope, nothing's changed. changed. You know what? The weather. We got some snow. Yeah, it went from, like, all of the snow outside my house pretty much had melted away, because it was kind of nice, like, the last couple days. Yeah, it got up to, like, 50 on, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah. And now I have a foot of snow outside again in 14 hours. Absolutely (laughs) insane. You guys were getting snow while down here we were just getting, like, ice rain. So we had yeah. like a nice sheet of ice go down before Ugh. the snow started. We started with like that shitty powdery snow that's like basically for skiing and snowboarding, but you know, <laughs> it's not like you could do that here. And now it's ice raining on top of it, so there's uh-huh. like a crust that's developing on top of powder. So we've got kind of the opposite effect going on here. Yeah. Right on. Well, it's absolutely disgusting, and I'm over it. <clears throat> as we mentioned, we had some issues with our audio from last night, so I am taking a break from working from home and doing this recording real quick so we can get it out to you guys ASAP. Yes, I'm taking a break from working from home also. Yeah? What does that entail, <laughs> Doug? <laughs> well, oh, you know what? Actually, I have done something in the meantime. I read, so like, oh, God. <laughs> Go on. Going nowhere fast. Um, So I read all of the House of M in the last few hours. I haven't read it since, I don't know, maybe 2007, 2008. I totally forgot everything that happened in it. Okay. Kaylin. Yes. This book is is where they got a lot of the inspirations to make WandaVision. Okay. Basically. So the Scarlet Witch... um, when the book starts, has, like, gone through some shit. The Vision's dead. She killed a couple Avengers by mistake in her sorrow over the Vision's death. And is basically convinced by its believed Magneto to basically wish the world were more perfect for mutants to exist. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everybody wakes up in this kind of borderline utopia where there's less fighting... And mutants have a larger stake in humanity and are considered homo superior versus sapiens. And Wolverine wakes up and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? This is not the world that I went, you know, like fell asleep in, basically. Yeah. He has all the memories of what had happened previously to himself. Okay. Whereas everyone else has not. It's like. This is their status quo. Like, Spider-Man is there, and he is, like, happy. Gwen Stacy's alive. They have a kid. He's out for a walk with Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Like, some people are, like, so much better off in this new world, but it's not the right world, you know? Okay. And it basically was all created by Wanda, and she knows what she did. <laughs> she's just like, I don't know. She has her kids, and she's happy, and she's kind of like a princess. Sure. And just, like, living in denial of, you know, the world that was, I guess. And what year did this book come out? Um, I want to say uh, probably, like, 
somewhere in the early aughts. Okay. So potentially, like, let's just give it a date. Potentially, let's say 2003. Yeah, potentially released. 2003. And now Please 18 don't. years late. I'm, oh, no one cares. No one cares. If we're yeah, don't come this. for me. But I'm saying like potentially 18 years later, now this is being made into a, a pretty groundbreaking TV show, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm just like so starved for WandaVision content after each episode ends that I'm like, what else can I do? We literally so have just finished... one day left, Doug. I know, I know. But I'm like grasping like, please, WandaVision. So I like decided to reread that, and it's been out of print now for a little while. It's like kind of hard to get your hands on. So if you find a copy in physical form right now, it's going for money. Hold which on is to crazy it for too. dear life. Yeah, they come back in April, but I'm like April feels like miles away now from you know this hype train. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, what are you gonna do after the three episodes, Doug? I think you'll really be I'm... starved then. I hope that it has a good finale. I just watched a trailer today for tomorrow's episode, uh-huh. and it looks really good. They're doing, like, a modern family-style, like, uh, twist. Okay. It Do looks you think like... that they'll reach, like, a futuristic one at this point? Like a Jetsons, maybe? Oh, my God. That would be so cool. I never even thought of that. If they're already on, like, modern family, that's got to be, like around this time so and they have two more episodes left kind of now right like you know yeah that show just went off the air last year year before something like that i think it was last year yeah i think last year was the the final season that's one of those shows that like i never connected to but somehow i think i've seen every episode (laughs) like i don't know why syndication probably and every every episode is the same it's all that like if everybody would just shut up and talk to each other instead of like overhearing something or seeing something they shouldn't have seen and you know like it's all just a communication isn't that every disconnect. show though <laughs> like, I, I guess but understand. i feel like i feel like they use it the most and it's okay. exhausting because i'm just like seeing through it the most and problematic like everyone... well I, I shouldn't say the most problematic <laughs> but like one of the biggest problems we face is like a, a country i suppose or as a, as a human race is just our lack of communication with each other yeah like not slowing down and being like hi what did you mean by this and then they could be like so basically oh. everybody just needs to go to therapy yeah everybody needs therapy so true. That is... It needs to learn to properly communicate better. I just, um... The second episode of The Muppet Show, this is a good segue, to sure. let everyone know that I am currently working with our other friend Megan on a Muppet Show rewatch podcast called It's Time to Watch the Muppets. And in the second episode, they have the same problem. Like, Gonzo has this teddy bear, and this one of the i think she was like a costumer muppet she was like you have to put down the teddy bear you have to get rid of it it's disgusting but all that fozzy fozzy like overhears the conversation and hears you have to get rid of that bear he's disgusting he's horrible <laughs> it, he's got to go the show can't go on with this bear here hysterical so he's convinced that they mean him not this like disgusting ratty teddy bear that gonzo keeps carrying around so that just shows how tired and <laughs> overused that trope is. That <laughs> in 1976, this was the premise of a sitcom, of a, you know, what do you want to call the Muppet Show? Variety show. Sure. That sounds right. 
And if only Fozzie had just talked to Gonzo, it would have just been solved right away. Fozzie spends the entire episode trying to convince people that he's worthy of being there. That's really sad. Yeah. It's it's a really good episode. I think that was our, I mean, we've only watched and recorded two so far, but I think that was my favorite one of the pair. And your new podcast releases tomorrow, right? Yes, every Friday, because Disney Plus is going to start streaming The Muppet Show all five seasons on February 19th, we've decided to do a show every week, every Friday, we will watch, have watched a new episode of The Muppets and recorded an episode in sequential order. I feel like I just took the wordiest way to explain that, and I'm sorry for that. Well, you fucking should be. Um, anyway, we kind of <laughs> did this last night, and I don't think we should go into all of it. But just as a, as no matter what Muppet, given it a secondary character or primary character, who is your favorite Muppet out of the whole Muppet universe? All together, all around, you want me to say what my favorite all-time Muppet is. Yeah. And that is Pepe the King Prawn. Why? He is hilarious. He is bizarre. He, um... In, like, the most recent Muppet series that they did, The Muppets Now, uh-huh. I loved his segment. He ran that fake little game show where he kind of bent the rules at his will. He's just a weirdo, I and I love it. his character design. Okay. Mine, I think we might have mentioned it before, is Beaker. Um, I have, Beaker, like, a thing classic. for all Muppets that, like, can't speak correctly, you know? So, like, him uh-huh. and, like, Animal... Um, and then I also mentioned this last night too, that I really have a fond, um, fond memory of, of Statler and Waldorf. I really like them. They're fun. They're, they really are great. So you just name one Muppet you like and I'll name 37. Okay. (laughs) I just rewatched the Muppet movie the other day and Statler and Waldorf kind of are the first Muppets to appear in it. They're pulling up to the studio lot to see the first screening of the Muppet movie and as they pull in, they're, like, driving through the lot, and they're like, what a dump. This is terrible. We hate it here. And it's, like, just a studio lot <laughs> with people walking around in costumes, and they're just being mean for no reason. Such great, <laughs> great <love> characters. <laughs> and you mentioned, really... <laughs> you mentioned last night that they decided to, they wanted to do more Statler and Waldorf in the show, right? In yeah, in the movie, Statler and Waldorf had a bigger presence. They were supposed to heckle Kermit and his friends on their journey to Hollywood, and instead they cut them because it came off as too mean. <laughs> like, Which is like hysterical <laughs> to me. I guess it was probably a lot of kicking them while they're down already, <laughs> and I can understand that being a little, a, a lot after. Sometime. But the fact that, like, you created your own monster, you know what I mean? Like, you, <laughs> right? you have control over <laughs> these Muppets. You can decide they don't have to be mean. how mean like... they can be. Yeah. But I guess I would be oh pretty God. upset if they were, like, turned out to be lame because they're they're actually really funny. Yeah, you wouldn't want them to be, like, nice, you know? No. That's never fun. That. You want them to be mean. Well, I'm excited for your new show. Um, I can't wait. I haven't seen a lot of the Muppet Show. I mean, I remember bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it from, you know, syndication. 
But yeah. like I more so remember Muppet Babies from my childhood, so I'm kind of excited to to delve back into it. We were trying to like grasp with where we first saw the Muppet Show because I do remember watching it as a kid, and the yeah. best we could come up with was that it may have aired during Nick at Night, like in a transitional phase, like the Possibly. first show on Nick at Night. You know, like because it kind of does like ease you in because it's kind of a family show. Yeah, you know? I would say so. To not go straight into, like, Taxi, but <laughs> play taxi, The Muppet Show first. Taxi is exactly what what I knew it was time to go to bed. As soon as Taxi At, came right? on, Nick and I, I was like, nope, <laughs> good night. It's like, okay, I'll watch, chill out and watch The Bradys. I'll watch I Bewitched, Genie, I Dream a Genie. <laughs> but then, yes. Yeah. Taxi Lucy. has that same problem for me. That MASH did that we've talked about, where it just looks dirty and for old people. Yeah. Like, it's just not... Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. And it's so crazy, because, like, <clears throat> Leah was talking to her friend the other day, um, and I, like, overheard her conversation. Her friend was watching... Oh, crap. What movie was it? Um, oh, she was watching the original Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio. And oh, okay. she she said Karate Kid, and I was like, oh, I'm like, well, what karate kid do you mean do you mean jaden smith because that's like more recent to your yeah, there's time like five of them now right like yeah there's quite a few but she was like oh no, no no i watched the ralph macchio one and leo was like i couldn't watch it she's like it was too boring i got distracted and i was like dude mm-hmm. i get it <laughs> like yeah i get that watching old movies is hard sometimes especially when you're younger and you're so used to like all the graphics nowadays and and, and things are how... paced so much differently. It's quicker. I don't want to say better. No, but it's yeah. quicker. Like it, you got to keep people's attention, mm-hmm. especially nowadays where you could just bring up your phone and just scroll on TikTok or Twitter or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if they, if the movie loses you for a second, at least for me, I'm gone. Like I just mm-hmm. started watching, um, the magicians last season and I've been looking oh, forward to, to it. That. I know. I've been looking uh-huh. forward to it. And I kind of been putting it off because I was like, oh, I want to, like, pay attention. And I got, like, mm-hmm. three episodes in and something just got boring. And I just – then I was on my phone for, like, an episode and a half. So now I'm like, fuck, I have to go back yeah. and pay more attention. Mm-hmm. Plus I'm also working. So <laughs> I guess I should be paying <laughs> attention to that. You're doing like four things at once. I really am. <laughs> Nothing really has good focus. <laughs> Why oh, whole ass anything when you could quarter ass everything? You know what I'm saying my problem. Absolutely, that is that is me to a T. I'd rather spin forty plates and let half <laughs> yeah. of them crash than than have just one with total focus. It's it's either that or zero plates for me. Like I'm either doing way too much or like nothing at all. Laying static in your bed, just like Hell not yeah. moving. That's every morning for I, me. I spend a solid like, I would I would guess like a solid like ten to like thirty minutes in bed, just being like, oh fuck. God, I should start the day. I should get up and I should start the day. And I'm like, but it's so warm here, and I was like. But then I, I also have to pee. I should get up. And I'm like, mm, let's hold it. Let's see how long what we if, could hold it for. What if I wet the bed instead of getting up? Because it's cold out there. Listen, it has <laughs> tempted me before. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I saw a spoiler for this last season of The Magicians that I should not have seen, and it's really yes. got me, it's made me deter from watching, I think. Well, don't tell me. that's really what's got me. I don't I won't, know. I won't. But I'm, now I'm intrigued. But don't tell me, because I'm in the um, of it now. I'm in the weeds. Yeah, it's it, it was it was rough, and it made me go like, oh fuck, Ugh. you know, like. Yeah, especially I if still it have sucks. to do it though. If it sucks, yeah. then that's you know, of mm-hmm. course, going to deter you. Well, they had such a, a like a couple really good seasons. Actually, they just had that really good one. I think it was mm-hmm. like the third season or something like that, where they just it was like perfect. went balls yeah. to the wall with everything, and it was awesome. And then this past season was like, okay, and then they had that huge cliffhanger at the end of season five. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just been, I don't know. And then they got canceled, so now I'm just like, fuck, I don't even know how they're going to wrap any of this up. Yeah, you're not sure if they're really going to come to an end or if it's just going to stop being on, right? Like, Yeah, absolutely. I think that miserable. I think that they had noticed before they wrapped season six. It feels like a lot of TV nowadays does get notice, at least. Like, hey, wrap it up. This is not, you know, like... Not drunk it's history. Not, it's, uh, yeah, drunk history. But, I mean, like, that's not, you know... I mean, it is and it's not. Like, I feel so horrible for Dark Waters, and I don't know if we ever talked about it on air before, but if we have, I apologize, listeners. But I think it was horrible. They just, like, were like, nope, we're not doing the show anymore. And Mm -hmm. Derek Waters was like, dude, I wish they would have just, like, came to me and, like, listen, we don't have the budget. And he would have been like, I'll do it for, like, bare bones, how we originally did it as, like, a web series, you know? At least to do, like, maybe a few more stories he probably had banked. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine if you spent, what, God, since it was on Funny or Die, like, ten years, maybe? Oh, yeah, at least. 10 years, 12 years, something like that on this show. And then you have, like, a whole plethora of, like, ideas that you wanted to do. You're like, all right, for next season, we're going to do this, this, and this. And then someone's Uh like, nope, you're not going to do shit. (laughs) That's it. And it's not like it wasn't a popular show. I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. not on television, but definitely, like, rewatching it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's still something that could definitely be revived quite easily by Netflix or, you know, some other streaming service down the road. We've been saying that about Happy Endings for years. I know. I'm still waiting out. They're going to revive Happy Endings. Don't worry, Caitlin. Okay, sure. It'll be be basically the Golden Girls, but hey, you know what? (laughs) 2040, can't wait for the new season of Happy Endings to drop. Oh, my God. That's another thing. Like, I, I love Happy Endings, but also going back to The Magicians, I fucking love Margot like so much mm-hmm. as a character and she had such great like character development and I'm just like sad I'm like gonna miss her yeah you know it's like your friends like you have this like built in relationship that is not real but that you have created with these characters I just it think it was like them go. a genius funny character you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it's like it sucks that that's not going to be a thing anymore. But, you know, whatever. It's on Netflix. I could watch it whenever and relive through the Margot and Elliot glory. <laughs> Just watch season two over and over again. <laughs> Basically. Um, I think this brings us to our first song. What do you think? Sure. Sounds good. Our first song is Hello City by Bare Naked Ladies. 
City by Bare Naked Ladies. I didn't um, say the so, the that this time. <laughs> you didn't give it the 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 the. the, the. Uh, so yesterday, you had asked me if I had watched anything, and I couldn't think of anything. And I remembered, Kaylin. Go on. I watched something horrible. Was it a movie? What? No, it was a TV show. Okay, what so, TV show? <laughs> last week. I listened to Comedy Bang Bang, and Sarah Chalk was the guest, and I loved that episode so much. Yes. And she was on to promote some horrible, I, I'm being mean, but some like I've watched lame it. Netflix show, Firefly Lane. Lane, and Liz and I watched the entire thing. And so did I. I. Like, meanwhile, I'm like, this is dumb, but I'm like, oh no, but wait, who, 
who died? Who's this person? Whose funeral are we going That's to? That's how Why they got they you. Mad? That's they... honestly yeah. how they got you because they, they were able to drag that on for like two episodes. It was disappointing when they finally – I'm sorry. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched Firefly Lane. But I'm like, I don't know. The, each of these episodes end with such a cliffhanger. And then when they, they answer the question in the next episode, you're like, really? Like, I got tricked again? You tricked me ten times it's basically into watching the next like, one? Do you ever, like, go – I think – I don't know if it's just on Snapchat, but I'm sure it's, like, other – or no, it's other places, like, where, like, you see, um, like, such a crazy, like, uh, title of something, like a tabloid almost, mm-hmm. and it's, like – Britney Spears lose a leg in the in to a shark and you're like wait what and then like you have to keep going through it to like and but like in between like them telling this very long drawn out story by like going by sentence by sentence and it's like she flew in to the Bahamas this weekend yeah when she landed her plane was very unsuspecting and blah 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 and then like it's it, yeah, it reveals that it was a dolphin that swam by her instead yeah, of the shark like, attack. It has, like, nothing yeah. to do, and, like, there was, like, 30 ads in between those, like, slideshow, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? But, like, you have to know, like, well, what, why, what did happen, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's just That was up. the show. That's how I feel about the show, yeah. I feel like it was, like... They did a really good job with drawing you in to see it, but yeah. like the content itself was like just not great. The only spoiler that I really want to talk about because it made me laugh so much. So spoilers for Firefly Lane on Netflix starring Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know, Caitlin. I don't know. All right. Um, continue quick. Let's wrap this one up. Cloud. When they show Cloud in the future, she looks like the witch from Drag Me to Hell. Why was that the way they designed that character? I I don't know. I don't know. She like, had long, stringy gray hair, yes. horrible fake bags under her eyes. Uh-huh. She looked like a monster. She did. And I think, you and know, she... they were just trying to show, like, how the years had caught up to her, like... Uh-huh. Free lifestyle or what do you want to call it, you know? But they really... Did her dirty like and hard. she shows up to christmas like a creature at the door and she's like uh, uh. <laughs> she has like a gift and it was yeah, terrible dude i was i laughed like so hard every time they showed her show <laughs> on, 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 like i would lose my mind and you know what kaylin all this yeah. said can't wait for season two are they doing a season <laughs> two that's wild dude we gotta figure out what telly did we got to figure it out. I suppose, yes. What did Tully do? I just, like, don't care for anybody in that show. Like, no. character or actor. And mm-hmm. I don't know why but I watched it for so long. If you haven't listened to Sarah Chuck's episode of Comedy Bang Bang, I recommend it so much. It was such a great one. Who else was on there? Oh, my God. Now I don't remember. Oh, I guess it was that great. I really don't remember. I feel like I, every episode that I listen to that I love, I assume Paul of Tompkins and Ego are on it. Fair. So I wanted to just be like, well, Ego was there and Carl Tart and Paul of Tompkins, and that's why it was perfect. But that's not necessarily why it was perfect. 
That is truly me... the the all star lineup, and I would throw. It was Paul F. Tompkins. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say throw. Uh... Oh God, what's her name? Oh, why can't I think of her name? Who does the nephew and Lauren Lapkus? Yes. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. I just like went. Yeah. Full anytime blank. that like they're all together, it's usually a pretty good show. Yeah, I like it, and I'm starting to really like um, the other guy from. Uh... Wow, I'm just striking out left and right here. He did the show where his little brother was famous, like YouTube famous. Drew Tarver. Yep. From the other two. That's what it is. I kept thinking the other guys, and then I was like, the other siblings? No. Didn't make sense. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, other than Firefly Lane, I did want to share with you the same story that I shared with you last night. Absolutely. And if you could pretend to have never heard it before, that would be great. I will do you my ready? best. Go ahead. Wipe your memory. So on Tuesday, Justin and I were checking in our new releases for the week. And a woman walked in with two young children. And she asked to see Alan's sons. So we were like, well, we're Alan's sons. And she had a small vase in her hand with some daisies in it. And she said, I wanted to let you know that I worked with your dad at the high school. I'm a teacher there. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And he was such a great guy. It really, it's truly terrible that he's not, you know, here anymore. I'm so sorry to have found out. So she said that she had two kids that are like comic coming to age that were, they're interested in comic books. So she looked mm -hmm. us up because she remembered my dad telling her that his two sons owned a comic book shop in town nearby. And uh, she looked us up on Facebook and she watched the video that Mac Allen had put together around um, Halloween time. Yes. And she found through that that my father had passed in April. And that's why she hadn't seen him around the school and all that stuff. So she just wanted to come and give her condolences and, you know, also help her kids find some new comics and stuff like that. That's so you know, incredibly cool. I know. It was really, I, really nice. It's really hard for me to, like, forget that you told me that story already because I already <laughs> want to say exactly what I said last night. Yeah. Like, where it's just, like, truly a testament to your dad and, like, that, like, some woman that he worked with, like found out that he had passed and felt like so touched by him that like she would c literally seek you out to yeah. like you know just you know say like you know how sorry she was for him passing you know what i mean like pay her respects yeah and it, it was a you know like she gave her condolences but then she also shared some nice stories of working with him and all his little quirks and everything. Like she even said that like he would come in and he would take his break and he had his like radio with country music playing and he would sit there with his crimpets and coffee and just like, you know, basically force his stories on everyone who was in the area of his, of his, uh, you know, talking. It's amazing. And just be like, blah, blah, blah. And just blather on. We used to tease him 
and tell him that he had to find new people to tell his six stories to because we've heard them <laughs> <laughs> too many times and we were tired of them. Get new stories or find new people to listen to them. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad just posted something like that on Facebook. Like, he tags me in fucking everything, so I'm sure you could still go see it. But it was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times your parents want to tell you the same story. Just fucking listen because one day they won't be here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, like, <laughs> it's true and I it sucks. get it but like, <laughs> like also you're right I should start telling him to find a, a new people to tell these stories to uh huh here adopt a daughter <laughs> here's this this girl who doesn't know you there tell you her go. all about the time you went fishing <laughs> like, <laughs> he tells this baseball story all the time and uh-huh. I used to just sit outside and throw the baseball up up and down the steps all day long all day long and i'm like all right so you've had a very good career as a yankee i'm assuming <laughs> like what <laughs> no i'm just kidding dad i know you love baseball just for one <laughs> um anyway you're you're out here starting family feuds on this podcast caitlin <laughs> it's very funny I really am. Nobody's listening to this. It's fine. My dad just got an iPhone. I'm sure he won't be able to, he won't even realize how to, like, use the podcast app. Kaylin, put your podcast on this for me. I've already been enlisted to do so many things. It's it's wild. Luckily, his girlfriend, Flo, also recently got an iPhone, so she knows a little bit. So she yeah. she helps him out quite a bit, too. So thank you, Flo, if you're listening. They. They can go on a date to the Genius Bar if they have to. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Learn all about how to take a screenshot and... No, uh, no, I'm not teaching him how to do that. There's some <laughs> things he should be in the dark about. Um. Anyway, back to your story. That was super cool of her, and I hope... Um, Hope she becomes, like, a regular with her and her sons coming to the shop and stuff. It's always nice, you know? Yeah, it was a really special thing. It kind of fucked me up. It, you know, it meant so much. Yeah. And I like, got choked up way too many times. It was really cool. <clears throat> well, where do we go from Dear here? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other things that we talked about last night to reiterate. Oh, the move is coming along very well. Okay. We talked about I just, the display cabinet, right? Or the... Our new countertop. Countertop, yes, that. That our friends JP and Suzanne are building, and it looks incredible. And yesterday I filed all of our paperwork to officially move, so we're just waiting on an inspection. Which happens... Just this morning. Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah, I know. So hopefully... I think it's supposed to snow again this Monday, which is, like, miserable. I'm completely, completely, completely over this. We are so dependent on, like, the snow stopping in order to be able to fully move. For sure. Absolutely. But I just got my quote this morning for my new sign. That should be going up next week also. Awesome. So things are officially moving forward, and it's just so much hurry up and wait. It's driving me completely bonkers. I know. I know. This is, like, a wild time to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, we are just getting hit with storm after storm, so it's, like probably messing up but luckily like you guys don't really didn't really set like a hard date for the new grand opening or what did you call it the reboot 
Yeah, we're rebooting the store. Yeah. You don't have like <laughs> This a, is a reboot. <laughs> you don't have a set date for your reboot, you know? No, and we're not going to celebrate it really until our official three-year anniversary in July. Hell yeah. Just like, we'll just be in our new spot, and then hopefully... You know, Hopefully the world will be a little bit better in July also. Yeah, and then, like, work you know? out your kinks and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, over the next few months. So this is, Actually, maybe this is an ideal time to do it, you know? We're doing it at our own pace. Like, not as much foot traffic and stuff like that. You yeah. Know? So you have, like, the time to, like, honestly figure out where you want to, like, have everything. Because I'm sure once you set stuff up, you're going to be like, okay, this works. And then, like, have people come in, you're like, oh, Maybe this doesn't work, you know? Without a doubt. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, looked through old photos of the shop when we first opened, and I'm like, I can't believe we had things like that. I I moved things around so much. I know. Until we finally got to the setup that we have now, you know? Yeah. And you've only... you're absolutely right. You're what? Okay, so if it's February now, July is seven, so five months from your three-year... And you've only yeah. had that current setup for what, like the past like three months, something like that. I don't know, a little while, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, because like still. I moved the kids section to the front, and you know, like all that kind of stuff. That too. I, say, I thought you meant yeah. more like the back. How you have the back set up? Because oh. you've had the, you've had the, the kids section set up for quite a while. Like at least. But like, like the back issue bins where we have them now, they've been like that for about a year. At least, huh. like in that like U shape, because I remember we recorded in person one of the first episodes of this podcast there, and our podcast is going to be a year old in a couple days. That's so crazy. Which is really kind of insane to think that we've already been doing this for almost a year. This year, this year, but you know what I mean, like this. And listen, <sighs> we're like still COVID time. We're whatever. still working at the Kinks, obviously. Yeah, our anniversary date is March 5th. Dang. That's when our first true episode launched. Okay. Wow. Right, right, right before the pandemic, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, a week and a half before. Wow. Honestly. We had our... We had two episodes, Kaylin. Episode one and episode two were normal, and then three is just called Spring is Cancelled. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> Everything's canceled. So far, a whole year is canceled. (laughs) Oh my god, that's terrible. Wow. Wild. This has been... These are the pandemic logs. I feel like we should start a new season once it's over. Oh my god, probably. Like, with a celebration, though, on the first first podcast where we're, like, back to normal. Which, like, who fucking knows when that will be? I saw this video of this woman that was in, like, New Zealand. She's like, yeah, dude, like, we took the, the like, stay-at-home orders, like, very seriously. And, like, now mm-hmm. we, like, were able to, like, enjoy everything back to normal. And then we had, like, one case pop up. So then we went back into quarantine for, like, two weeks. And she's like, and we're very serious about it because we know that it works. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yikes. Good luck getting everybody in America to sincerely commit to quarantining for two weeks. Because if we did that, yeah. we would be cool, too. And we could actually go enjoy things. Because we do. We go. We, we When we went into quarantine, it's like everything is closed. Well, except for restaurants and grocery stores and, um, well, all essential work. And it's like, well, what's essential work? And the list was 
you know, kind of big. <laughs> like, uh, too big. Yeah, that's because, like, consumerism <laughs> came up and they were like, well, we can't shut down for two weeks, so... Now, you're essential, you're essential, construction's essential, the Wawa's mm-hmm. essential, the bar, people can't not have their drinks, you got, they're essential too. Yeah. Maybe not the bars, but the liquor stores were definitely open, which I thought was yeah. very funny. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were open with, like, I don't know. But you know what? You know what? Alcohol. And something else, I can't remember. Alcohol and something else are the only things that you can't, like, successfully detox yourself from. Like, you really have to be monitored because you could die if you were, like, just cut cold turkey and you, like, drank so much, you know? Yeah, that was, like, the worry that people would, you know, try to just, or be forced to just stop. We know damn well in America they would have... They would have looted the shit out of liquor stores everywhere. <laughs> They'd have been like, yeah. fuck that. I need to get my Miller Lite on right now. <laughs> if I don't, I swear to God. <laughs> Goddamn. All right, I think we should go to song two. What about you? I agree. Our next song is Happy Hour by the House Martins. Good place to be. Don't believe that. To speak a different language and it's never something we are to me. Don't believe that. Oh no. Cause it's never something we are to me. No. It's a lover. Not up with a boss. Following in footsteps. Overgrown by my sin. It's hard to me. Good women born trees. And if you catch them right, they will land upon the knees. Where they open all the wallets and they close all the mines. What a good place to be Don't believe I have To speak a different language And it's never really hard to me me. Don't believe I have Oh no Cause it's never been Something happy for me What a good place to be Don't believe I have hour by the house martins two for two today doug mm-hmm. nailed it so doug kaylin hey doug 
You ready for some shop news? Go off. Other than our move, which is going along pretty well, we have some great books coming in next week. Two that I really want to talk about that I'm really excited for. One being crossover number four. It feels like it's been ages since crossover three came out. Mm -hmm. And four is... Like, three ended on such a cliffhanger that I'm, like, so antsy waiting for this book to come in. Like, I'm probably going to check it in next week and then stop absolutely what I'm doing to read it. Oh, my goodness. They introduced one of my favorite cre- like the creator-owned characters in the last issue. Who that? And people... Oh, wait, um, is Mad it... Madman. Oh. Okay. I was going to say, He's is created it by a Mike secret... But then... I don't think so. It's okay. been a while now. Okay, The last issue came out in the early January, so I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it, but it was believed for a while that this character wore, at, like, a certain symbol on its chest. Uh-huh. It was drawn by, by a child, and they said, oh, this is the guy who helped me. So people thought, like, it was either Superman or it was Shazam, but it turned out to be Madman. Okay. He has this, like, exclamation point lightning bolt on his chest that he has. I recall, yeah. It's, yes. like, his symbol. So it was really funny to find out that, like, this kind of, like, weird idiot was the one who saved this girl and not Superman or or Shazam or anything like that. So I'm really excited to see where that story goes now. Awesome. And our other book is Stray Dogs, number one, a new series from Image Comics that's just starting next week, which is pitched as Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs. So I'm going to need you to reread the synopsis of this because this book sounds absolutely insane. (laughs) Okay. It's scary being the new dog. Sophie can't remember what happened. She doesn't know how she ended up in this house. She doesn't recognize any of these other dogs. She knows something terrible happened, but she just can't recall. Wait, where's her lady? A five-issue Don Bluth-style suspense thriller from My Little Pony comic artists Tony Flex and Trish Fornster. Stray Dogs is Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs. I am very excited for this. My... In a pull quote at the bottom, Brian Michael Bendis says that it's Secret Life of Pets meets Seven. My Little Pony artist is the part that mm-hmm. that kills me there. But. Yeah, so it's definitely going to have a, a potentially cutesy vibe to a horror story. And we explained who Don Bluth was last night. He was the guy that kind of did, like, the rival movies when it came to Disney, right? Yeah, uh, Anastasia. I think Anastasia's one of his. Thumbelina. But I know definitely, like, Thumbelina, Fern Gully, um, Troll in Central Park. Yep. I wonder if he... We're back. I wonder if he had... I love this one movie... Um, Rock-a-doodle-doo. I wonder if he had a hand in that. Uh, Rock-a-doodle is definitely a Don Bluth cartoon. Rock-a-doodle is one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Same. How did we not talk I about this that before? Stupid movie. I don't know. I used to have this... I, I would literally rent it from Woodlane Pharmacy all the time. Oh, Because my aunt worked I owned there. it. <laughs> and she would rent it for me all the time to the point where once my grandfather rented it for us when we were little... And he made us like our own bootleg copy Fun. somehow with like two VCRs I or love whatever. That. Yes. And then at the very end of the credits, he recorded himself on his video camera. My grandfather was not a very goofy man, I can tell you that. Okay. He recorded himself at the end going, bleep, 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 that's all, folks, and then waving. 
That is amazing. So, tell me yes, you still have this somewhere. Bizarre. I, it's, it, we do. I know all the times that I've moved, we definitely saved that VHS because it's so hilariously weird oh my God. and out of character for him. It's the best. I wonder if we could, we could convert it to like a I DVD have to, I know or that it's something or, you know, at my parents' house somewhere. Yeah, I definitely have to digitize it. Even if I do like kind of a shoddy copy just so I don't lose it. Yeah, for sure. But going back to that movie, that movie fucking rolled i still really like it Mm-hmm. i think about it all the time same like it's if you guys haven't seen it out there it's about a like a child I think it's supposed to be like an a, uh, oh first of all you're right it's, it's a absolutely child, about a child and they live on a farm <laughs> and then like this huge rainstorm comes and it's kind of like got like a wizard of oz vibe like shit's just popping yeah. off and like the levee breaks and like the water's just flooding in but then all of a sudden, this kid's, like, in his room, and then this fucking creepy owl comes along that's animated. <laughs> that's a cartoon. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, oh, well, I don't, I forget what he's even doing there. Like, is he stealing him or something? Or he, like, casts a spell on him to he turn him He turns him into, into a cat. Yeah. And then. Kaylin, when I tell you, I forgot all about that, and I was going to go into, like, a description of Chanticleer. Oh. And like his whole character That's and everything, and then you're like, it's about a kid, and I'm like, you're right, it's about a kid. Holy shit! Yeah, the whole movie is not even about the rooster who's like Elvis. Yes, so all this it's sounds more about insane. This little cat. All this sounds insane because <laughs> it's not about the rooster that's like Elvis. No, it's so funny. Um, but it's so this so kid good. gets turned into a cat, and then. He has to go find the other, these other cartoon characters that lived on a farm, right? Yeah. So they can find Chanticleer so he can crow and make the sun come out so it stops flooding his farm in the yes. real world. Mm-hmm. The movie makes no sense. Yeah. Kaylin, I didn't even notice that. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to have to watch it again, maybe recap it. And it's a musical. Episode. Yeah. Oh, who forgot <laughs> about that? It's just so strange. It's so weird. Because, like, it is, like, real time, but then there are, like, cartoon aspects to it. Yes. So it's kind of, like, got the mix between... Kind of like Page Master. Do you remember Page Master? Yeah. It's definitely more of a Page Master than, like, a Roger Rabbit situation. For sure. Um, but it's, it's so fucking kooky. But it's so good. I still love yeah. that movie. I'll watch that anytime. I, that's a ch- that's a child movie I could fuck with. You know, that's good. God, and the owls are so scary. They are. Like, that beginning they, like, scene pa- though, where he shows up, like in the mm-hmm. room, is still scary as shit. Yeah, because he wrecks this kid's house. Mm-hmm. He bursts through the wall. And then, like... Uh, and then the ending, he, like, becomes, like, a cyclone. Yep. It's it's fucking wild. It's kind of like... It reminds me of, like, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. The yeah. The way the movie ends. Where she right? gets, like, like all big like Yeah. Yeah. And then, for some reason, at the very end, the world... Com- like, the kids' farm stops being flooded and everything. And then... I don't even know how, but he ends up back in the cartoon, and he dances with the cartoon farm animals. Yeah. And they sing some stupid song. That movie makes no sense. (laughs) Shit. It doesn't, but it's still fucking fire. I'll watch it anytime. Oh, man. I loved it so much. Jeez. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a movie. What a, what a movie. 
Um, <laughs> how did we get here even? Where did we even start off I, on? Oh, did we start off on talking about Don Blues. Stray, stray Dogs? Stray Dogs. Yeah, okay. Don Bluth, yes, okay. Oh my goodness. So in addition to those two great books coming in from Image, we have a lot of future state stuff coming to an end with uh, Legion of Superheroes number two and, um, oh my god, I know that there was another one that I had seen. A bunch of them are coming to an end now and it's escaping my mind right now. So future state is coming to an end and then starting the week after, we'll be kind of bringing back a lot of the mainline um, DC titles with Batman and The Flash and all that stuff. We mentioned that the, it was funny that, like, you were going to be reopening your new, like, or rebooting your shop, and then also DC is going to be rebooting their characters. Yeah, stories. it looks like it looks like when we're rebooting the shop, the DC Infinite Frontier will be rebooting as well. It is very, very funny that like they haven't done one in a little while. And we've never done one. So we're rebooting together. There you go. Are you sad to see the future state books go? Um, Some of them were pretty cool. And it's kind of awesome for to me, at least, that one of the things that I really liked is being held over. Or two of them. The Swamp Thing book is um, becoming an, a limited series. Or I think a maxi series. 12 issues. Fine. But with the same creative team. So that's cool. And um, Mr. Miracle's getting his new uh, miniseries from the same team that was doing the backups in Superman of Metropolis. So I'm excited to see two of the things that I really love. I was just going to say, I'm like, how are the two things that you decided to read in this kind of, like, (laughs) are the only two things going to be continuing from Future State? There's a couple other pieces, but the ones that I'm most excited for, I'm, I'm like happy that the two that I really, that really stuck with me are two that I guess stuck with, uh, bigger audience so they're going to get to continue as well yeah i get that so it's kind of cool and dc is going to be launching um infinite frontier number zero which will be really a great issue for just about anybody who's looking to get into anything with dc coming out because it will serve as like kind of a launching pad for this reboot so i definitely recommend anybody who's interested in dc and maybe you haven't read anything or you want to jump back in this is the book for you. It's an oversized book that will really be the launch pad for everything else going forward. See, for I think that is like sincerely so smart. Probably the smartest yeah. thing that DC has ever done. There's a bunch of different stories in it. And then you can kind of see which pieces you liked and then follow those stories onward from there. So like exactly, if you really dug because... the water me- watermelon... <laughs> I said watermelon instead of Wonder Woman. Watermelon. Oh, but if you really dig the Wonder Woman story, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can then jump into her ongoing, or the same with Batman and all that good stuff. See, Jesus, this is the one thing that I've I've always complained about when it comes to like the bigger um, comic purveyors. You know what I mean, like Marvel or DC. It's just like there's so many stories going on Mm -hmm. that like i would like a fresh start you know what i mean and not having to go back and like you know what i mean so that's good that they're starting from literally ground zero or you know volume zero to like give people a jumping board for like where they want to go you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That way you can kind of, and you can kind of get a taste for a bunch of things. You know, like see how the Justice League is shaping up, and then if you want to give that a shot, you know, absolutely. Cool. And there's so many other characters like Swamp Thing and, um, oh my God, Mister Miracle are two characters mm-hmm. that like I don't think are very well known, like at least outside of like the whole comic sphere, because like. When I think DC, I automatically think Batman, Superman. You know what I mean? And it's like... Yeah. The only thing I like about these bigger companies are usually the little offshoots of characters that aren't as big. Yeah. I think the stories are cooler, and there's not so there's not as many, too, so it's not as daunting. Yeah, and that's where you get your weird little, you know... Look at WandaVision. Can you believe that they're taking a shot and giving... Wanda and the Vision, their own television series. You know, like, you don't get these interesting stories. Exactly. These smaller stories without letting everybody shine a little bit, you know? Yeah, and this is based off a comic book, like, from the early aughts, as we said earlier. So it's wild that, like, almost, whatever, 18, 17, however many years from when it actually was published, that, like, they're giving it a shot and it's doing so well. People are actually, like... Yeah invested in what's happening i just read that it's one of the most streamed tv shows right now it's wild it's wild to give a shot on a show that are like two very side characters in the whole marvel universe and more specifically in the avengers kind of timeline they're like c-list avengers exactly so it's wild to see like that people are like super Invested. Well, it just goes to show you the show's just really good. Yeah. Wow, we started this episode talking Wandavision, week. and we're ending this episode talking about Wandavision. Oh, we're ending it now. Oh, I don't know. I just mean like we're towards <laughs> the end of our episode, but it's just crazy that we've now spoken on this show twice. We've come full circle now. So I think I'm going to entitle this episode. It's this is not just episode 46. We're going to call this 46B. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, this has been another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. This podcast is based out of a comic book shop located at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at the Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found online at the Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin. And we thank you for listening to another episode of our dumb little show. And we appreciate your patience with this week's release. I hope you guys enjoy and stay safe and stay warm and be well. And what? One thing that we mentioned in episode 46A Uh that we almost forgot is we want to give a big birthday shout out to our friend Suzanne. Happy birthday. Oh, great. So this one's going to be released and it's going to seem like it was your idea to wish her a happy birthday. It was Kaylin's idea. So, Kaylin, do you want to do it? Happy birthday, And I'll Suze. edit around this. Do you want to do, like, a preamble so I can release it like Happy that? Or do you want to just... Happy birthday to you. Tanti auguri ante. That's Italian. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Buenasero, fellas. Bye. Bye. Ciao.